0: Hello, beautiful friends. Welcome back to Reclaim Terrain. I cannot believe we are already on the 11th episode. Time is so weird. <laughs> but that being said, this episode is going to help you answer the question, am I worshiping success or Jesus? And this episode is so juicy because I share a bit about my story about how I was unknowingly worshiping success how I navigated that and ultimately three solid steps that you can implement today that will help you keep your eyes focused on Jesus and step away from idolizing the things in this world. Now, fun little fact here, this is the first theme of the Reclaimed Terrain membership that is kicking off on May 3rd. The date is approaching so fast and I truly can't even believe it's finally coming to life. This membership is all about navigating self-sabotage and spiritual warfare so you can reclaim a Holy Spirit-led life and business. You can actually think of it as an extension of this podcast. So with that being said, if you want details on the membership, head on over to www.hannahbrinley.com membership. It's also linked in the show notes for you. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on in. Hey Queen, welcome to Reclaim Terrain. I'm your host, Hannah Brindley, daughter of the king, certified life coach, and faith-fueled business mentor. I know you are so sick of feeling like you worked so hard in your business with little to no reward while staying in this same cycle of self-sabotaging tendencies, you know are keeping you stuck. And because of that, I know you are craving to end this never-ending cycle of self-destruction and cultivate a successful Holy Spirit-led business without letting it become your idol. So if you are ready to be fueled by faith over flesh, fight your battle spiritually instead of physically, take bold action on your God-given callings, and finally create that thriving faith-fueled business, then you're in the right place. Go ahead and reheat your coffee, grab a notebook and pen, and let's dive. In. If you've been a part of my journey for the last year and a half or so, it probably comes to no surprise for you that this phenomenon of being obsessed with success is the topic I'm covering today and the first theme of the reclaimed terrain membership. If you are an entrepreneur or even if you're not, I'm sure that you have come face to face with hustle culture and this ultimate striving mentality, which is the urge to constantly do more and to be more. I will be the first to tell you that it's a good thing to want to better yourself and to learn from mistakes, but the problem comes in when we become so obsessed with success and goals that we ultimately start idolizing and worshiping this concept of becoming quote-unquote better. So while I'm an advocate for learning and growing, the self-development world can actually become a trap because the truth is, if you're not careful, we can unknowingly begin to worship doing more, which leads to ultimately worshiping ourselves as opposed to worshiping the one true God. And so then we start to think that all we have to do is become better and start, quote unquote, manifesting our desires. You know, this is a topic very near and dear to my heart because I have experienced this firsthand. Looking back, I had no idea I was worshiping success. I had no idea I was seeking validation from the world and i definitely didn't think i was trying to seek glory from my works so of course i had no idea i made myself an idol but like i said there is absolutely nothing wrong with learning from our mistakes and making better choices but it's when we convince ourselves that we are the answer and that we are the key to change or abundance or happiness or freedom that is when we begin idolizing ourselves because we are not the answer. He is. God is. Jesus is. And we have to constantly choose to look at him because the world truly makes it so easy to look at ourselves. Now, like I mentioned, this is a topic I have experienced firsthand. So I want to go back to my first two and a half years of entrepreneurship during those two and a half years, I was so obsessed with hitting my goals. Now, I don't think there's anything wrong with having intentions in your business. Businesses need those. But goals really focus on doing as opposed to being. And recently, I'm going to be very honest, I haven't set goals in my business in months because I have always had a tendency to focus on what I'm doing or not doing when I do set goals. I will probably record another episode just regarding goal setting versus intention setting and how that developed. But in the meantime, there is a book I want to recommend that actually mentions this concept somewhere in the book. It's not what the entire book is about, but there is a section in this book that talks about not setting goals and what to do instead. And it actually made me realize I haven't been setting goals for a while, and I didn't even realize it. I just naturally started doing it. So that said, the book is called To Hell with the Hustle, and it's by Jefferson Bethke. And I highly, highly, highly recommend this book. And what I especially love about it is that it's faith-based, so definitely check it out. But anyways, to make a long story short, I was so obsessed with hitting my goals where I truly felt like I was working 24-7, and the reason is, it's because I wanted to move out of my parents' house. I had just moved back in with my parents after I experienced a deep season of depression and ended up quitting my job and moving home. My big goal was to make enough money as an entrepreneur to move out of my parents' house as quickly as possible. That was my ultimate motivation. And by the way, if you want to hear the entirety of my story, go back and listen to episode one of this podcast. I share in great detail how I got started, my spiritual breakthrough, my entrepreneurial journey, and the mission of this show. So head there next if you want to learn more about that. But on top of wanting to move out, I was really deep into network marketing at the time, and I found I experienced this high every time I would ring advance or be featured on a leaderboard or be validated and recognized in any way. I even remember sharing with people that I was very recognition driven. The truth is, I was very motivated by money and being validated and recognized. And I didn't even realize it at the time, but it controlled me. And the thing is, when you dig deeper into this and discover the root of wanting to make more money and moving out of my parents' house and wanting to be recognized and validated and gain approval from people, it all came back to pride. And the thing is, pride doesn't always look like being narcissistic or having this huge ego and arrogance that you deter people away from you. And worshiping or idolizing ourselves doesn't necessarily look like we're praying and worshiping ourselves. It can look like having so much pride that we become so driven by our fleshly wants and desires that we unknowingly put ourselves and our wants above God and his wants and desires. You know, 1 John 2 verses 15 through 16 says, do not love the world Or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the world. Now, I don't know about you, but that scripture hits deep for me. We are called to be in this world, but not of it. And again, I had no idea I was worshiping myself but I know I had to experience it over and over again because I would not be here sharing this story with you today if I didn't. And I am truly so grateful that the Lord has delivered me from that time and time again. But truth be told, I am nowhere near perfect and this is still something that I have to consistently watch out for. And because of that, I am so grateful for his love, his grace, and his mercy when I go to him and repent. Like I am just, I'm truly so grateful. He continues to deliver me from this. And the truth is, if you're experiencing this or know someone who is, God loves you. He really, really does. And he will show you mercy and grace, but you have to go to him and you have to repent, and you have to actively seek to change and seek him above all else. Now, all of this to say, I have three things you can implement today to get your eyes back, focus on Jesus instead of yourself. Now, the very first thing is to repent. It's so important to totally purge ourselves of our sins and transgressions Every day. You cannot produce fruits of the spirit if you are holding on to sin. And the truth is, we fall into sin every single day. Circumstances can happen daily that can tempt us to fall back into it. And the world can suck us in so fast. I literally told someone the other day that the world almost feels like a vortex. One minute, your eyes are totally on the Lord, and then the next, all of a sudden, the world sucks you back in and you didn't even realize it. But that being said, it's also important to keep in mind that this is an ongoing layering process. This means that as we are growing and evolving with the Lord, we will continue to be sanctified. There are multiple layers to flesh-fueled feelings and thoughts. Think of it like an onion. So, for example, you may find for a while that you have remained steadfast in your faith and don't really have doubts anymore, but an entirely new circumstance or scenario happens that triggers you again. This may not be happening because you have quote-unquote failed. It may be happening because you're progressing and you're ready to peel back the next layer just like you would an onion. So that being said, it's important to remember that this is something to address daily and you may have to address the same temptations and sins several times, but please don't hold on to shame when you do this. It is so important to also release the shame and guilt as you surrender the sin. That is literally why Jesus died for us. You do not have to stay chained anymore. So something to always be keeping in your mind, it is so crucial to humble yourself before God and repent before moving forward. This is where you may literally just fall on your knees and cry out to him for forgiveness. This is where you apologize and open your heart to him because you truly want to please him. And as you repent, it's important to just go to God in prayer. And so the truth is, I have an entire process inside of the Reclaimed Terrain membership dedicated to tools to help you overcome spiritual warfare and self-sabotage. And repentance is part of one of those tools. But, you know, if I'm being honest, there is literally a 29-pager, like on a Google doc, of tools paired with a 50-minute video lesson walking you through tools. And the lesson is called The Armory because it is an armory full of tangible ways you can biblically fight against the enemy. And personally, this is something I wish I had years ago. So Holy Spirit really worked with me to create it, and I'm so excited to bring it to you inside of the membership. Hey queen, I know you're an ambitious, faith-fueled female entrepreneur, ready to take your life and business to the next level but you keep getting stuck. You think you just need the next strategy, or you think you just need to get motivated again, or you think you just have this lack of self-discipline, or you think you just haven't found the right people to buy, or you think you just need more clarity. But do you wanna know the real problem? You're so focused on yourself. And the truth is that you know you need to focus on Jesus. It's time to partner with him in your business. It's time to fight your battles spiritually instead of physically. It's time to hear from God and let Him take the reins. It's time to turn the lies the enemy keeps feeding you into the truth the Lord meant for you. And if you're feeling some type of way right now, then the Reclaim to Reign membership might be for you. And by the way, you can get access to this membership right now for a founder's rate, meaning this is the lowest the investment will ever be. This membership is your go-to resource for a loving and supportive community of Christian female entrepreneurs paired with a faith-fueled framework and devotional experience strategically designed to help you further dive into God's Word, cultivate a deeper relationship with Him, and overcome the spiritual battles you're fighting against the enemy that have been keeping you stuck in your life and business. Inside of this revolutionary membership, you will find yourself fully equipped with all the support, prayer, and accountability you could ever need to break through your self-sabotaging tendencies and stand firm in the battle against the enemy. I know the Lord has put a calling on your heart and I know you know He has a great purpose for that calling and He has chosen you to be the vessel for it. But you keep getting stuck for one reason or another and it usually boils down to self-sabotage. You experience self-sabotage in a multitude of ways, like lack of discipline or motivation, procrastination and perfectionism, imposter syndrome and comparisonitis, fear of failure and fear of success, unworthiness and insecurity, people-pleasing and fear of rejection, and the list could go on. Have you ever thought that self-sabotaging tendencies like this have everything to do with what's happening in the spiritual realm as opposed to what's happening in the physical realm? It's time to get to the root of the problem, let the Holy Spirit fully guide you in your life and business, and stop listening to the lies the enemy continues to whisper in your ear. If you are feeling a Holy Spirit nudge right now, go ahead and head on over to www.hannahbrindley.com membership to learn more about the membership and secure your spot. I cannot wait to see you inside. Now, the second step you can take to focus on Jesus is intentionally seek him daily. Now, this probably comes to no surprise, but a way to tangibly do this is to develop your own queen routine. And yes, this is very on brand, <laughs> but essentially I have an entire lesson dedicated to this inside have the membership as well, but I wanted to share a little bit about what that is today because I found this to be the foundation for everything. So, the Queen routine consists of the seven P's there is praise, propel, presence, pursue, proclaim, prayer, and prepare. Now, this lesson inside of the membership is 30 minutes long and it's 19 pages in a Google Doc, but I'm going to give you the Cliff Notes version of it now. That being said, the queen routine is something I recommend implementing on a daily basis to get your eyes focused on Jesus. So the first P in the queen routine is praise. And we must praise him, right? We must humble ourselves and go to him with a pure heart, delighting and being in awe of him and his love. It is so important to take your eyes off of yourself and put your eyes on Jesus. And again, go to him in adoration. So praise can consist of worshiping, right? So listening to worship music, and there's tons of different ways to worship. Really, the options are endless. And then, of course, showcasing gratitude and thanksgiving. Now, the second P is propel. And this part of the queen routine consists of purging by repenting of sins and transgressions. So going back to repenting, but then also propelling through quote unquote problems. You see, the truth is it's important to not shut down when we are faced with problems or hard circumstances in our lives. It's important to reframe your perception and to see the good. Romans eight twenty eight says, all things work together for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. All things, even if it's hard. And so the queen routine goes way deeper into this, but remember, this is the Cliff Notes version. So then the third P is presence. Presence is all about being still and meditating on him and his word. When was the last time you stopped, you stilled your thoughts, and you just listened? You know, we live in a world that promotes hustle culture, where we fill out our to-do list to the brim, and then we get into the habit of manifesting our desires and then asking God to bless us. But when was the last time you actually stopped and you just listened to him? That is what Presence is all about. Now, the fourth P is pursue. And pursue is all about pursuing the truth by diving deep into His Word. So, studying the scripture is critical. The sword of the Spirit, which is the Word, is the only offensive weapon against the enemy along with prayer. So, without it, we cannot fight our spiritual battles. So not only does the word aid us in battle, but it prepares us for Holy Spirit to reveal things to us. And so the sixth P is proclaim. It is so important to proclaim his word, his promises, and his prophecy over your life. Proclaiming it is essentially declaring God's world plan which ultimately is Jesus's first and second coming, right? God used his breath and his voice to create the world. It's the same concept for us. Our breath and our voice is vital. Proclaiming the scripture over God's promises is the process of Jesus gathering his church, So in order to proclaim daily, I recommend putting together what I call proclamation declarations. Now, proclamation declarations are essentially declarations of proclamation. (laughs) It is a proclaiming his scripture and his promises out loud. Now, the six P, which again, probably comes as no surprise, is prayer. And prayer is a must for the queen routine. There are so many reasons for prayer, but it ultimately builds a relationship between you and Father God, King Jesus, and Holy Spirit. Now, keep in mind that Jesus does teach his disciples how to pray in Matthew 6, verses 9-13, through which is the Lord's Prayer, but in your prayer time, it's also crucial to be praying for others, which is also known as intercessory praying. Now, if you listened to episode 10 of the show, then you already know how important intercessory praying is. But in addition to standard prayer time, it is so important to be praying without ceasing, which is where you continuously pray throughout your day. And so this leads me to the seventh P, which is prepare. And preparing is all about preparing for our daily spiritual battle. So I want to tell you a little story with this one. It's really short, I promise. There was one day I was calling out to God and I was asking him to reveal to me my next steps. And I undoubtedly heard Holy Spirit say to me, prepare for my return. Okay? Like I got chills that day. I actually have chills right now. But I share this because it's so funny how we can get so wrapped up in our own world that we forget this isn't our world at all. It's His. So that leads me to the question, how do we prepare for His return? Well, first, we have to prepare for battle. But how do we prepare for battle? The truth is, the physical world prepares for battle by sharpening weapons and training our physical bodies, but scripture tells us that the word aka the sword of the spirit, and prayer are our offensive weapons. And I highly encourage you, if you have not read it, head to Ephesians 6 verses 10 through 20, because this shares the armor of God and the offensive weapons with the sword of the spirit and prayer. But to go back and answer the question, how do we prepare for his return? We prepare for his return by strategically using scripture and prayer to fight our battles. And so that is what the lesson inside of the Reclaimed Reign membership, the armory, is all about. And exactly why the Reclaimed Reign membership was created, to prepare for his return. And so this actually leads me to step three, which is you must learn to take your thoughts captive. Now, why is this part of the steps? You know, why is this in here? How is this going to help you stop worshiping success and worship him? The thing is, the enemy uses our thoughts against us. He is constantly twisting the truth and he wants us to believe the thoughts we have about ourselves are real. So thoughts like, I must hit the next rank in my network marketing team to be worthy or be validated or so I can start becoming free. (laughs) Or I must hit a six-figure business to keep up and be an expert in my industry. Or I must lose weight or I'll never find love. The enemy is sneaky like that. And our thoughts do control our actions because if we actually start believing these lies, We can easily become consumed by them, which can then lead us to take action on those beliefs, which then leads to looking away from Jesus and focusing on ourselves. So with our thoughts, we must realize what lies the enemy is feeding us and then replace them with the truth, replace them with what Jesus says, replace them with what he says about you and with what he says about the world. And it probably comes to no surprise by now, but I break down exactly how to do this inside of the armory lesson, inside of the membership, because girlfriend, it is so important to speak the truth, not the lies the enemy keeps feeding you. And that is it, my friends. Those are the three steps that you can implement today that will help you keep your eyes focus on Jesus and step away from idolizing the things in this world. And so as a recap, they are one, repent. Two is to develop your own queen routine. And three, take your thoughts captive and replace the lies with the truth. And so now that you have your steps, It's so important to continue to keep your eyes on Jesus, break through self-sabotage and spiritual warfare, and find a community of like-minded Christian women who just get it. And that is why I created the Reclaim Terrain membership to help women like you finally get to the root of the problem, let the Holy Spirit fully guide you in your life and business, and stop listening to the lies the enemy continues to whisper in your ear. This membership is kicking off on May Third, And right now, it's available for a founder's rate of just $22 a month. But keep in mind, the investment will be going up after we officially kick off. So make sure you lock in your spot ASAP to claim your founder's rate. So if you want to learn more, see what it's all about, or secure your spot, head on over to www.hannahbrinley.com slash membership. And of course, if you have any questions about the membership, please don't hesitate to reach out to me over on Instagram at Hannah Brindley or via email at hannah at hannahbrindley.com. I cannot wait to support you. Oh, and by the way, if you're just curious how I teach inside of the membership, check out the free three-day devotional series I created for faith-fueled female entrepreneurs. It's called rooted. And it's linked in the show notes for you too. So just keep in mind, you will need to join the Facebook group that will be linked in the email you will receive with day one when you sign up for the full experience. Now, when you sign up for the email, you will receive day one's devotional, but the Facebook group will have the video training that goes way more in depth. So make sure you check that out as well. And if you do decide to check it out, please make sure you respond back to the email you receive and let me know you came from the podcast. I seriously cannot wait to connect with you there. Hey, Queen, don't head out just yet. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, it would mean the absolute world to me if you left a written review of the show over on Apple Podcasts. It truly lights a fire in me knowing how God has impacted you through this platform. And since I absolutely adore connecting with you, please, please, please screenshot this episode or your review and post it on your stories on Instagram and tag me at Hannah Brindley. I can't wait to see you over there. So much love to you.